We're ready to go. The NBA season is here, and this is the daily look ahead for Tuesday, October the 24th. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I'm also the sculptor who created the wax figure of Lil Wayne, but I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble, and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. So, this is a show that will run every day of the season. But I'm going to mix up from what I used to do with it last season. Because, to a degree, I thought that the format was a little bit tired. I don't know if you guys are feeling that, but it was my what to watch for show. I'd go through every game and go, here's two things on each team we're going to look at. Um, So I'm going to mix it up a little bit. It doesn't need to be super long, this show. So we're going to cover stream of the day. We're going to look at the performance of the stream of the day from the day before, which doesn't exist today. We're going to look at positional streamers. It's going to be more focused on streaming with some updates on injuries and just my highlights for the day of the things I'm going to watch for. I would love to get your feedback on changes that I make. What do you like the old format? Honestly, like part of the reason I changed it is I didn't love the old format myself. Um, so I wanted to change it, make it a bit more compact and hopefully get the information that's necessary versus the stuff that's filler. That's sort of what I'm looking at with this show. But again, hearing your thoughts on it will be interesting and important to me. So tell me what things you would like, what things you wouldn't like, and we'll go from there. So we're looking ahead to Tuesday. It is opening night in the NBA. I'm going to have a live pregame show as well, so make sure you're checking out the YouTube channel. You'll see the landing page for that go up really soon. Um, half an hour before the first game tips will go. We might even go to an hour, but I think we'll just go half an hour. We'll see how that goes. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at with that. So let's look through at... Um, let's look at these games. It is the daily look ahead through to Tuesday, October the 24th. What are we first looking at? Um... What are the injury statuses that we know at the moment? Well, there are four important ones to know. Draymond Green is out. Still not ready to return for the Warriors. I don't think he's going to be too far away, but he is out. And then some really big ones. Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are both listed questionable. I don't think there's any concern here, but of course you're worried. Beal with back tightness and Booker with a toe problem. I don't expect that they're not going to play, but if they don't, or even if one of them doesn't, then the value of a Jordan Goodwin goes through the roof. Eric Gordon, through the roof, because they have to take on usage and ball handling responsibilities. Durant, a million shots. Nurkic, more shots, more ball handling, more passing. They are big. I do, though, expect both Beal and Booker to play. And then the other one for the Lakers, we knew this one already. Jared Vanderbilt Bar is out. 
He's dealing with a, a knee issue. Um, the other, or Jalen Huchefino also out for the Lakers. He's out for a couple of weeks. Not that that matters for most people. A heel soreness for Vanderbilt. Sorry, not knee. Damian Lee also out for the Suns, but these are long-standing things that aren't really that important, or nor are they rotation players. But with Vanderbilt Bar out, we are going to have Torian Prince as the starter. It was between those two whether Vanderbilt gets that spot back. I think he will because Anthony Davis doesn't like being a center, and Vanderbilt is a center, despite what your fantasy provider's position might tell you or what basketball reference might tell you he is a center. And he will play a lot of center next to Anthony Davis and help with the rebounding and the positioning and all that sort of shit that he does. So I think that he might get that position back at some point um, as we move forward. So they're the injuries. So now, who is the stream of the day? It's always a little bit hard to figure out how we do cutoffs for this, but this is how we're lo- I'm looking at the moment. Anybody who is available in 35% of um, Yahoo leagues, I think is someone that, that is worth monitoring or worth mentioning as an option to pick up. Um, whether that's accurate or not, I don't know. But when I look at it and see that Kevon Looney is rostered in 62% of Yahoo leagues, I know that he's not rostered in every single league that is a standard 12-team format. So it does make a little bit of sense that that 65 uh, roster percentage mark is what makes sense. I'm sort of looking at it if you're like 80% rostered, you're probably not available in 10-team leagues. If you're at like 60, 65, that means you're going to be available in some 12s. If you're available in over 50% of leagues, you're going to be around for most 14 teams. And if you're available in like 65%, you're in deeper than 16 teams. It's a general idea. But again, it's really going to depend. If you're a 12-team league that goes 15 men deep, it's different. But at the moment, I'm using a 65% roster cutoff for when we're talking 12-team leagues. So, Kavon Looney, I think, is the stream of the day for both 12-team categories and 12-team points. In points, it was pretty close between Looney and John Kaminga. I think that Looney starts, Kaminga does not. Looney will start, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. Kaminga gets a minute to like 27 or so coming off the bench, but it's not like that a high usage player is out to enable Kaminga to take on that usage. Like if it was Wiggins out, I'd be all about adding Kaminga as the prime. Now, Kaminga's the clear second guy there, I think, as the stream. But Looney's ability as a starting center with no Draymond, he's going to push 28, 29 minutes with the only backup being Dario Saric, really. Um, He's going to probably get double-digit rebounds. And he's an okay passer. He might block a shot, get a steal. He might score 10 points. So I've got Looney as your 12-team stream of the day, followed by Kaminga. In deeper leagues, so 16 teams, using that cutoff again of like 40% rostered, anything under that when we look at deeper leagues. I am looking at Dario Saric because Saric, I think, will probably play, you know, let's say, 18 to 20 minutes. He can score, he can pass, he can rebound, he might get a sneaky defensive stat, but his role is elevated significantly with Draymond out. So my streams of the day, Kavon Looney for 12 teams. And deeper leagues, which I'm using a a 16-team default there, we're looking at Sharich. With Kaminga, just a little bit behind. We will see how that works out tomorrow when we go back and and recoup or recap, maybe that's a better term, recap how that um, all played out. Today's episode is brought to you by Fangel Sportsbook. Snap into action. No, no. Jump into action. Leap into action. Because it's the NBA season, Fangel. America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 
in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. You can look at all of your season total stuff, win totals, player props for the season. You can look at award predictions. So, hey, Wemanyama plus 1,200 for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, it's an interesting one, but it's all there over on FanDuel plus the two opening night games, which I haven't even mentioned what they are. I'll talk about that later. But get over to FanDuel, look at all those options they've got there and go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and tip off the NBA season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL and the NBA, and don't forget to gamble responsibly. Yeah, like I, I didn't even tell you what the games were. I mean, I'm normally I'm not in mid-season form with doing these shows. The first game is Lakers Nuggets. That starts at 7:30 p.m. Eastern, meaning my live pregame show will start at 7 p.m. Eastern on the YouTube channel. The second game is Suns at Warriors, and that is going at um, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. on the West Coast, 1 p.m. for me here in Australia. The Nuggets are five-point favorites, and the Warriors are one-point favorites over in that one at the moment. Maybe, do you think I should do betting odds when talking about these games? But again, look, tomorrow there's going to be 12 games. I'm not probably not going to individually go through every single game. That's more stuff that we do on the pregame show. All right. So, what else have we got? Streaming options. Positional. Sometimes, it doesn't always work this way, but I'm just going to give you some top streaming options per position. For tomorrow, this is more, it's, it, no, it's not more, it's categories and points, whatever, it's the same. But these are all guys who are under 65% rostered, so for 10 and 12 team formats with some value. At point guard, Gabe Vincent. At shooting guard, Contavious Caldwell Pope is available in a lot of spots. Now, I do not believe that KCP is a must-roster player, but he's going to be good for tomorrow. Torian Prince, at small forward, who's going to start for the Lakers. Jonathan Kaminga, who's going to get a big minutes boost tomorrow, and then Kavon Looney at center. But I will say this. Streaming is useful, but don't overexert yourself in trying to win your week one matchup. Yes, winning is great, but using that streaming spot, if you've got one, to to hold a guy that might underperform, to take a flyer on someone where we don't know what their role is going to be, is more important. Don't get over-exuberant and drop somebody just so you can stream extra games in for this week. It doesn't matter. You're much better holding onto someone, taking a flyer on someone who might pop off, even if they don't. Like, for example, for me, like, yeah, we can have a crack here and add KCP. But I'm taking a flyer on a guy like Colably, or even in Memphis, like Zaire Williams. Like, is he going to start? Like, I don't know. But he's worth a grab, and we see how he plays out. And it might be, look, maybe he's a top 110 guy while Jar is out. Maybe that's what happens but he doesn't have the great schedule for this week. Schedule importance and streaming becomes more and more important each week that you go through the season. And the higher up the standings you stay, the streaming value decreases. Like if you are seventh and we're in week seven, then yeah, you've got to start streaming your ass off to make sure you're getting wins. If you're sitting in first and it's Christmas, well, you can take a little bit of a longer view to guys. And if you lose a week here or there, it doesn't matter that much. I wish there was a set formula for how much importance you place on streaming. But for this week, you don't place that much on it. It is useful, sure. But getting longer-term value or not bailing on someone is more important. But these are the five guys per position that are all available in what, let's say, the majority of 12 team leagues. But again, I'm, these numbers are impossible to know because I don't know how many leagues are what size. I don't have that data. This is just sort of from eyeballing it and doing a little bit of research what I can find. But if you're in a standard 12-team league 
and like none of those guys are available, tell me. I'd love to know. I think they will be, but I want to know. If we go deeper, these guys are all available in over 50% of leagues. Now, Torian Prince is basically available everywhere. So is Gabe Vincent. But look at what, like Prince is like 5% rostered. Um, Vincent's 13% rostered. Josh Okogie's 4% rostered. John Kaminga is at 49% rostered. And Dario Saric is at 4% rostered. So there's a bunch of these options there. Like there's, there's a few others I could have chucked in as well. Drew Eubanks, Christian Brown, Eric Gordon at under 10% as well, who, yeah, Gordon and Jordan Goodwin in particular, big, big boosts in case we get those injuries to Booker and Beal in the negative. But for deeper formats or if your league's hyper-competitive or you go an extra roster spot or two that pushes you from a 12-teamer into a 14-teamer, these guys are all available to stream in each position and they're over 50% available. Gabe Vincent, Josh Kogi, Torian Prince, John Kaminga, and Dario Saric. They're the guys that we're looking at. They're the guys we're looking at there. Um, this is something I'm going to do as well. I'm calling it two for ones. So what do I mean by two for ones? What this is, is that we add someone for Tuesday. There's 12 games on Wednesday, but these guys play on, on Thursday. So you're getting two games for the price of one waiver acquisition. I've got six names here that are important for you to take a look at um, that if you want to, again, if you want to stream and you want to maximize your value of a roster spot, this is how you do it. Drew Eubanks, Torian Prince, Josh Kogi, Eric Gordon, Gabe Vincent, and even the crucifix Christian Wood. So obviously, Lakers and Suns playing on the Tuesday and Thursday. Now, Rui Hachimura would be close there. Jordan Goodwin would be close there as well. But at the moment... That is also an, uh, an order of priority for me. Eubanks, Prince, Kogi, Gordon, Vincent, and Wood in terms of priority to get the Tuesday and the Thursday game out of these guys. So I'm going to call that the two-for-ones section. I think that's relatively useful. But again, everything we're doing here is just a slight twist on things we've done in the past and trying to make it a little bit of a better experience. Today's episode is also brought to you by the GameTime app, and we're talking about making things a better experience. That's exactly what GameTime does when it comes to buying tickets. No one wants it to be a hassle, hassled process. That's ridiculous. It's fun. I want a ticket to so, see something that's exciting. It's called entertainment. Why should I dick around on a website where they're going to hide their transaction and processing fees, or it's going to be a situation where they're not offering last-minute deals? Because GameTime does that. Get close to the event, they'll go, hey, Hey, something's going on in your city tonight. Why don't you go down and have a look? I go, mate, game time. That's a great idea. Have you got any tickets for me? Yeah, I do. And then go, well, I want to sit here. And then you know what they do? Because it's called zone deals. You pick an area and they said, leave it with me, Josh. I'll get back to you, but I'll choose your ticket in that area. And on average, you'll save 18%. What a bloody good deal that is. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets, download the game time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Of course, terms apply. We know that. Again, Create an account, use the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A, and you get 20 bucks off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's go in to look at the rest of what we're looking at here. These are the things, I'm calling this section the On My Radar section. I don't have a radar. Is that a radar sound? Do radars make sounds? I don't think they do. But these are the things that, um, that I'm looking at for the day. Six items, things that I want to know. 
Number one is John Kaminga. How how do they use Kaminga differently? We don't get a full idea because Draymond is out. But does he become an absolute focal point? Can he roll with 28 usage coming off the bench? How does his game look passing-wise, defensively? That's key. Devin Booker at point guard. Well, hopefully we get an idea that whether Booker plays or Beal plays, but who's the point guard? Who's generating the offense? Who's running the offense? Who's bringing the ball up? Who's getting not only the most assists, but the most potential assists? That's something to watch as well. Chris Paul. I just want to see Chris Paul fitting with Steph Curry. And how do they use him again? I don't fully know because Draymond is out. But is that actually going to play him 25 minutes? Or is he going to play 32? And going to share most of the court with Steph? Or are they going to stagger them? How do they run them? Key thing to know. Christian Wood. Do I want to watch him play basketball? Absolutely not. Not in a single second do I want to watch this man do whatever he does. But what I do want to see is, A, do they prefer him to Jackson Hayes? Are the backup minutes behind Davis? B, does he play with Davis? And how does that look with Hachimura, with Prince, with Max Christie even? Who's can play, who can play, I say Christie because Christie can play the three, meaning Prince pushes up to the four in lineups. And Jackson Hayes as well. If Wood's getting 16 minutes in a game that Vanderbilt is out, it's almost impossible to hold him as a long-term guy. But of course, there is the value in him for Tuesday, Thursday. Maybe he gets 32 minutes combined, and that's all right for a waiver ad, yeah? But if he's only playing those backup minutes behind Davis and then splitting those with Hayes, that's a shocking sign for his value moving forward. And he is rostered, let me go and tell you, in a number of leagues that are too high, 58% rostered. And we have an advanced roster percentage metric on Basketball Monster, which is more of the um, higher buy-in leagues, the more serious leagues. And it's at 86% there. Just for reference, Kaminga's at 71% in those, and Looney's at 82% in those ones. Um, so again, in some leagues, these guys are going to be gone, but they're not sitting at 100, right? So they are they are available in a bunch of leagues. We use a minimum 50 league sample size for to determine that number. It's well over 50, but we use a minimum 50 league sample size for that. I want to watch Jordan Goodwin. Is Jordan Goodwin a in the rotation if Beal and Booker play? Because I did the 240 game for the Suns the other day, and I've got no idea. I don't know how he fits in into that group with guys like Eric Gordon off the bench and do they play Watanabe and Bates Diop? Because if Goodwin plays 20 minutes, again, hard to find. But if he does, he is a at least a 12-team streamer, if not a 14-team must roster. And then how does he look? How do they rely on him? What is he the guy they go to if one of Booker or Beal is out? That's key. The last thing might seem inconsequential, but it's Zeke Naji. He is an interesting fantasy player with a blocks and threes, Porzingis-like skill set who is going to get first crack at being the backup behind Nikola Jokic. Does he get every single Nikola Jokic backup minute? Does he play at all with Jokic? These are key. If he gets 20 minutes, then 16-team leagues or 14-team leagues will pay attention. If he gets every backup minute, then 12 teams need to have him on the radar in case Jokic misses. But if they start splitting guys like Peyton Watson into that mix or bloody unwrap DeAndre Jordan to get in there or even throw old mate two-way legend Jay Huff out there, like that is a lack of confidence in Najee even though they just signed him to an, an extension. So one of the things, I've got plenty of other things I could say. Does Julian Strouder play? How much does Christian Brown play? Is Peyton Watson in the rotation? Gabe Vincent versus D'Angelo Russell. Who's getting the minutes there? Like there's so many. What does Yusuf Nurkic look like? How does him and Eubanks split their minutes? 
so many things that we can uh, take a look at. And I'm very interested. I'm very interested to look at them. And that is the first episode for this season of The Daily Look Ahead. Tell me what you thought of the change in format. Um, Tell me what you thought the usefulness of the show was. What would be good to know? How do you view those roster percentage cutoffs that I've got? All that stuff. Always going to be open to this sort of feedback and very interested to hear from you guys. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And no Stitcher. Screwed it. Don't forget to set your lineups. On YouTube, thumb it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.